The devil himself is real. But Jesus Christ has all authority. As I was preparing for my homily this weekend, usually I'll pull out several Bible commentaries, read what other scholars have said about the readings in front of me this week. Sometimes those commentaries aren't the greatest, and I keep a couple of them around just for my own good humor. So I opened a particular commentary, and it was speaking of this particular gospel. And the way it explained it away was the fact that during the time of Jesus, there wasn't a study or an understanding of mental illness. And so all that really happened with Jesus here is that he cured the mind of one who had that illness. Now, mental illness is real as well and isn't something to joke around about. But in this gospel today, it is clear that we're talking about evil and we're talking about Jesus's authority over evil. We're talking about the power of God who has the authority over everything, the heaven and the earth and under the earth. We know that the devil is real. If you doubt that, look around and you can see evidence. Satan is the father of lies. And so anywhere that we see something that is true, something that is good, or something that is beautiful, that is twisted, and people believe the exact opposite is good. That is what Jesus, but that is where the devil is, and that is where Jesus needs to have power. So where do we see this? We see this with abortion, right? Where the killing of a child is championed as something that is good, something that is celebrated, right? We see this in division among families, among countries, among the world. We see this in the basic denials of human nature. Right? The devil is real. We have to be on guard. I'm sure many of us can see the influence in our own life and temptation towards sin. Things that we know in our heart that are wrong, that we will not to do the wrong Yet still we are tempted so often. But there's good news. The good news is this. What we hear in the gospel today. Right? Jesus, a new teaching authority, he commands even the unclean spirits and they obey. What is it that St. Paul tells us? At the name of Jesus Every knee must bend. That means every knee. There's a false theology that there's called dualism. That theology holds that there's God and there's the devil and they're equal. 
right? That the devil holds just as much power as God and there's a good and there's an evil. It's not what we believe as Catholics. And it's nothing of a small matter of belief. It has a huge impact on us. So I wanted to delve in a little bit on the different levels of angels, the free choice they made. For Satan himself, right, was originally the angel Lucifer. And Satan fell under the choir of angels of the cherub, those who are the guardians of the light and the stars of the heavens. But when given a choice to choose God or to choose himself, Lucifer and the third of the angels chose themselves. We're to draw a triangle with a hierarchy of the angels. Right? Up at the highest, above them is God. It's Jesus Christ himself, the Holy Spirit. Right? God, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Right below them are the seraphim. Those are the angels that we talk about in the Eucharistic prayer, right? That sit around the throne of God and singing his praises. They're the caretakers of the throne of God. Right below them, as I said, was the, is the cherub. And these are the guardians of the light and the stars. This was the choir that the devil himself was in before his fall. So keep in mind, above his choir before his fall, there were countless angels of seraphim. So he wasn't anywhere close to even the greatest of the angels. And above all the angels, ones that I left out, of course, the archangels, Michael, Raphael, and Gabriel. We know Michael's the one who took up war and threw Lucifer and all of his angels out of heaven. Below the cherub, then, we have thrones, dominions, powers. And powers, what fall under that, are our guardian angels, right? Those who are the guardians of our conscience. But also under those same powers are the ones that betrayed God. Right? And so that's where the demons or the evil spirits fall in, is that lowest of the powers. Now, even the lowest of the powers has great power, so we don't want to diminish that. But I say good news. Right? And the good news is that Jesus Christ has authority. At the moment of your baptism, before you were baptized, a prayer was said over you that cast away the grasp of Satan from us. And that prayer was efficacious. It really did what it said. By our baptism, we were claimed by Jesus Christ. But that doesn't mean we don't have struggle in this life, and it doesn't mean that we can't make choices that we choose the devil over God. 
Scripture tells us we have to resist the devil. It says that he prowls through like a lion through the night, looking to someone to devour. And so we have to stay steadfast in our faith. The question then is, how do I resist? How do I stay grounded in the authority of Jesus Christ? Well, first is that we stay constant in prayer and fasting. That we stay close to Jesus. That when we find ourselves in temptation or that we see others who are in temptation, we don't just pray, but we also fast. We act in self-denial. Right? That's the opposite of what the devil did. Right? Instead of grasping after what's not ours, we let go. And lastly, and most importantly, is that we stay close to the sacraments. The celebration of the Mass with the Eucharist, right, and the sacrament of confession. Here's the thing Jesus won the battle, the victory is ours. But we do have to submit. We do have to come before Jesus and allow ourselves to be with him daily.